Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. When the woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus' garment, Jesus responded in the most gracious and loving way to her holding on to her faith in the promise of healing. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are helping believers live out kingdom reality in the context of their culture and the local church. Hey, thanks for joining me today. We're going through the book of Mark, looking at portraits of Jesus, just seeing the Lord, our dear Savior, for who he is and his amazing ministry and the way he conducted himself and things we can learn from that. So I want to go to Mark, the fifth chapter, starting at the 24th verse. And he went off with him, and a large crowd was following him, pressing in on him. This is talking about Jairus when he interrupted Jesus and said, would, would you follow me to my house? My daughter is very sick. And then it says, a woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much at the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was not helped, but rather grew the worse. After hearing about Jesus, she came up in the crowd behind him and touched his cloak, for she thought, if I touch his garment, I will get well. Immediately, the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Immediately, Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power from him had gone forth, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And the disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you, and you said, who touched me? And he looked around to the woman who had done this, but the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Uh, This is probably one of my favorite healing stories about Jesus just because uh, it's so rich with so many different details. It it tells her, it just gives us specifics. She was sick for 12 years. She had been hemorrhaging, bleeding. She had an issue of blood. Can you imagine what that does to your body? You know, just deleting your blood flow and and for a woman to her, for her dignity. And it says in verse 26 that she had spent everything she had and that she was not helped, but rather worse. Hope. Hope had been gone, but she heard about Jesus. As a matter of fact, uh, she heard about the Jesus. There's a definite article in front of Jesus' name here as it appears many times because Jesus was actually a popular name at this time. It was the transliteration of the Hebrew name Joshua. And there were lots of them running around, but the but the Greek writer here uses a definite article meaning the Jesus. She heard about the Jesus. Not a Jesus, but the Jesus. You know, a lot of people in our culture and even in the church are trying to create a Jesus rather than serve the Jesus, the one and only made in the image of God. And it says here that she, she came in the back door. She snuck up behind him and came in the crowd and she touched his cloak. Now notice it doesn't say she touched him. 
that's very interesting. She just touched his cloak. You know, the, the cloak that the rabbi would have worn or just a, a dedicated Jewish believer would have worn would have been a long cloak, a bot to the ankles, loose-fitting, obviously, and she just touched uh, the garment that he was wearing. And that, I think, has some very significance to this because, number one, the scriptures mention it, and as it turns out, I think she was aware of what that garment represented. And it says immediately the flow of blood was dried up and she felt in her body she was healed. So this must have been, you know, a very obvious thing with her to be able to feel that dripping, that draining of that blood. And she felt it dried up. Okay, it didn't just go away, but it was it was gone, it was healed. It says, I mean, the flow of her blood. I think the King James says the fountain was dried up and she felt in her body healed of the affliction. Now in verse 28, she says, I will get well. That's the Greek word well for sozo. It's the same word where Jesus says, I, I'm, I'm going to give you life. In other words, not just physical life, but spiritual life. It's interesting that she used that word. She didn't use the word healed. She used the word sozo because she was she was needing healed in spirit and in body, and she recognized the healing that she needs. So it's significant that that is the word that she used. And Jesus perceived immediately that power had gone forth and turned and said, who touched my garments? Notice again, the garment. He, he pays specific attention to the garment. And of course, the disciples say, what do you mean, Jesus? You know, there's a crowd around us. I don't think we comprehend the magnitude of the crowds in these stories. And Jesus said to him, you see the crowd pressing on you, or they said that to him, who touched me? And he looked around to see the woman who had done this. But the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Now, why would she be fear and trembling? Nobody else was in fear and trembling. But in Leviticus, uh, it tells us, Leviticus 5, 19 through 27, actually, it gives a detailed description that if a woman has an issue of blood beyond her menstrual period, that she is unclean and that, you know, she's not allowed to touch people and people aren't allowed to touch her. So she doesn't touch Jesus, but she touches his garments. Now, it's interesting in that very same chapter or not, excuse me, not the very same chapter, but in Numbers 15, we got Leviticus 15 and Numbers 15, it talks about the garment. And on that garment, it says there'll be tassels to remind them that they should always represent the law. That's what the purpose of the tassels were for. Let me read it to you here because it's very significant. In verse 38, it says, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them they shall make for themselves tassels on the corners of their garments throughout their generations that they may put on the tassels of each corner a cord of blue. And it shall be a tassel for you to look and remember all the commandments of the Lord so as to do them and not follow after your own heart and your own eyes after which you played the harlot so that you may remember to do all my commandments and be holy to the Lord your God. Now, this woman, 
I believe, was a Jewish lady because Jesus turns to her and says, daughter. Not that that would have been strictly reserved for a Jewish woman, but I think in this case it was. She knew what those tassels represented. She knew that she was unclean according to the word of God, according to the law of God. She knew that, so she was well studied. That's why she didn't just throw herself onto Jesus or or run up and try to grab him, but she just touched the corner. And I believe, uh, you know, I mean, some speculation, but there was a tassel. There were four tassels on there that she touched that tassel because that represented the word of God. And in the word of God, there was a covenant of healing. And she believed if she could get to the Jesus and touch that garment that he was wearing, that something would happen because she was believing the promise of God. Now, it's interesting there's a lot of other people bumping and grinding and pushing and, you know, shoving and grabbing hold of Jesus, but she's got faith and touches just that, that hem of his garment, and he perceives that something has flown out of him. There's been a divine flow. Uh, I would call it a faith demand that has, that has gone out of her. But don't you love how Jesus responds to her? He responds to her in the most gracious, the most, the most loving way. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. In other words, you've done nothing wrong. When you are sick, when you are unwhole, it's me you need to come to. You've tried all the other doctors that they haven't helped. This woman may have even had some resource at some point in her life because it said she spent all she had and grew none the better and, in fact, grew worse. And she was at the end of her rope. She had nowhere else to go. But she had held on to her faith through all this. And when she heard about Jesus and she saw him and she recognized the garment, you know, he was he was called rabbi by his followers, but even a, even a Jewish follower a male would wear a garment of this sort. And she reached out and she she grabbed hold of that. One of the ways we grab hold of God is by grabbing hold of the word of God. I believe she knew the, the promises of healing that were in the Old Testament. That he would take sickness and disease away from the midst of us. That Deuteronomy 28 promises health and healing. And she reached out to that in faith. She broke this, this, she had to be very weak. If she was losing blood at this degree, she had to be very weak, anemic. But she presses through and grabs hold of that tassel of his garment and gave it a yank, probably, probably yanked on that tassel. And he felt that. And he turns to her because he's, moved by faith. Jesus is always moved by faith. He said it was your faith that made you whole. If you want to get the Lord's attention, yank on the promise of the word of God. Get a specific promise and fight through the obstacles and your disappointments and other things you've tried and latch on to that. You're a son, you're a daughter. You have the right to approach him. Don't allow the uncleanness of the world or even your personal uncleanness to stop you from getting to Jesus because that's what will make you whole 
in Jesus' name. I love this story because it gives us intricate details of what happened in a crowd where a woman is singled out. You know, that's what happens when you get a hold of the Jesus. You you get singled out in a crowd. You you know that even in a crowd that, that he's looking at you. I think it's a great, great, amazing revelation. I want you to really think about that and dwell on it. Ask yourself, what what am I pressing through? What tassel am I hanging on to? What promise? Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Thanks for spending this time with me. If you want to get the Lord's attention, latch onto the promise of God. Get a specific promise and fight through the obstacles and disappointments. Hold on and don't let go. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.